Gentlemen, those listening on the LMC cast, as well as those listening in to Radio Sega's Winterfest, we are here to invade your uh, airways with a tradition that we've been doing for a few years now, the LMC Game of the Year Awards, basically. Uh, I'm joined by my regular and, to be honest, best companions I could ask for this, uh, Turbo. Greetings, everyone. And Shadow Fox. Ahoy, hoy. Somehow... Despite 2020, we've all managed to play five new games this year, or more. I think t- this year might have been possibly one of the best and worst years for playing video games. <laughs> best yeah, for, it's been a mixed bag. Best for playing, probably not so best for making. Don't ask. <laughs> um, so a few short rules that we'll go over when we start. Um, we typically consider our year from December to November, because we have to record this sometime in December. So... December 2019 is fair game, though I don't think any of us have a game from there, but same will apply for next year's. Um, it is it is literally December 1st. We are dis- recording this on the very first of the final month of this year. This is probably the earliest we've ever recorded. It, I, think, I think it is, yeah. <laughs> uh, second rule, no games you've worked on. This only applies to me uh, and covers anything that Rebellion has made. Key ones being Zombie Army 4 and uh, Switch ports of ZAT and Sniper Elite 4. I'm going to keep it at that very quickly. <laughs> uh, and the third rule I'm going to include in this one is there's going to be a bit of leeway for next-gen console titles just because not everyone's managed to get their console, whether through their fault or another company's fault. We Sad- should name no names on that one. Sadly, we are we do not have bots running to find all the uh, purchases we would like. <laughs> and also, fuck scalpers. Yes. Yeah, we'll go with that yeah. one. <laughs> Uh, if you are a scalper or you are a delivery driver purposely stealing, uh, we hope the full force of the law cripples you, basically. Mm. But with uh, all of the negativity out of the way, let's get on with the positivity. Positivity, Our top games of the year. We're going to go from north to south in our country, just because it's an easy way to do it. So I will let Turbo start. Right, cool. Well, this year, um, for my fifth... Uh, best title. We're going to go down the list, uh, even though we're starting at the top. Um, we'll have um, my choice for a, kind of like an indie game that's not going to be on many people's radar, and it's um, it's something that I've been meaning to beat for the longest time, but it only finally got uh, both of its games released on consoles this year, and that was AVGN uh, 1 and 2 Deluxe. The double pack of uh, AVGN Adventures and AVGN 2 Ass Simulation um, being able to finally come to consoles after so many uh, years on PC. Uh, not that the first one was not on consoles to begin with. Um, I just never beat this game. Uh, uh, well, 
Adventures. I never beat Adventures uh, originally when it first came out on uh, the various consoles and whatnot back in the day. But uh, the second one never hit consoles at all, and I was waiting on that for the longest time. Um, but uh, no, I recently did a you know a full playthrough of the game uh, on its second difficulty because there's like so many difficulties <laughs> for it; it's ridiculous. Um, but uh, I was able to beat it. I had a good time. I had fun, with, you know, with all the references that are in it. If you're an AVGN fan, uh, by the way, AVGN stands for Angry Video Game Nerd, if you didn't, don't know uh, that terminology. Um, it was uh, just a fun thing to go through and, you know, having a laugh at all these things. Dying copious, copious amount of times, obviously, because it's one of those kind of like games where it's like ridiculously hard at points. But um, overall, all in all, Still had a fun time, and uh, I feel as though that's going to be a game that not a lot of people are going to uh, remember. No, I actually ended up watching some AVGN episodes the other day. It's He's still going. He's been going for years and years now. He's uh, he's one of the old internet... Um, he's an internet veteran, really, of the video-making game. Indeed. And yes, uh, I believe Turbo did a live stream of all of this, so I'm sure that'll go up on the channel sometime. Oh, it'll be up on uh, the Last Minute Continue YouTube channel sometime down the line. Whenever that w- w- may be, who knows? Just watch the space. <laughs> yeah, very, a very good decision for you, number five. I'll say I kind of forgot that, that I, like, I remember that was out, and then I kind of forgot for a while that it was uh, re-coming out, so I might go pick up some of that myself. Yeah, it's worth a shot. Fair enough. Uh, so my number five was a... Uh, a game I mentioned on a previous LMC cast, it was uh, made by ex-Bungie developers, uh, Disintegration. It was uh, it was a bit of an up-and-down game, admittedly. The multiplayer servers actually got shut down, I think, uh, a couple of weeks back, maybe a week back. It was definitely a game that was kind of like, you had that multiplayer kind of bolted on, but the single-player experience was actually something quite nice to play. It was um, It's sort of like a more direct kind of... Uh, over-the-top kind of group shooter, so if you think kind of like um, a Brutal Legend kind of thing, but more like Republic Commando, where it's like you're floating above everything and controlling them rather than... and they're like more jobber. Oh yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, it was a... I mean, this, it was kind of a short, sweet kind of thing, but I feel like we're, we're missing a lot of that kind of uh, sort of shorter like 10-hour, like sort of C-tier games. Games that, because rather than going all out or being totally indie, it's kind of in that middle ground. Sort of not, sort of like, eh, I'm trying to think of like some other games to kind of compare that <laughs> era to. It's, it's just above indie, but not quite into the double A territory or single A territory. I mean, like I said, I call it like a like a C, kind of like a CB tier kind of yeah. game. I'd say like, for reference, like I'd say like a Rebellion is like an A tier in terms of like, you make good games. <laughs> You do make good quality games, but they don't have that humongous budget that. Every... No, no, I mean we we certainly don't have the budget of uh, some of the biggest games in the industry. No, yeah. but no, it's like that's something that, that is honestly something we're missing in the industry is more just not indie, not AAA, just somewhere in the middle. Games that are cheaper and are just kind of their own little experiences in themselves. It's a B class game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And you know what? There's nothing wrong with a B. It's a good, still solid grade. It's a good pass. Still, still way above shovelware. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, so that was number five. Oh, oh sorry, just just reference. These are games that we've played, not necessarily 
the best games of the. Yes, we we have to, generally we say we have to have played them. Yes. <laughs> How much we've played them, I kind of can't quote on that one, but. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. So my number five is actually uh, one of the bigger titles, um, certainly the biggest title from these, because it's the first big budget crash game we've had for quite a while. It's brand new, certainly. Crash 4, it's about time. It certainly is. You can definitely tell that a lot, the developers have put a lot of like proper care and love into this title, and I certainly can't fault them on that front. It's well, it's very well designed. The animations are really nice as as are some of the character kind of just facial structures and uh, all their costumes. Again, lots of love put into it. The base game is decent enough to play. It's when you start getting to the perfectionist levels of stuff that it gets a bit overwhelming. How anyone of a normal gaming degree is expected to do the 104% completion, or even the 100% completion, is beyond me. Um... I feel like Crash is sticking to its pre its roots there back in the old style games where they were. Well, you say that, but the problem is because it's had a bigger production budget, mm. the levels are much longer. So you've got to maintain those levels of perfection for a lot longer. There, there, there's definitely some good stuff in it, but I feel like they went a little bit too far overboard and it's got a decent amount of replayability. There's a, there's a lot of good things about it. There's a lot of bad things about it. It's definitely worth a try. I don't know where I'd suggest paying full price for it, but half price, like anything above 30 quid, $30, around that price, that's, that's easily worth it. But it'll last you a while. But yeah, Crash 4, it's about time. Really nice game, and if you... I mean, the visuals are worth getting it alone. As I, um, I, I think you, we, you went into a lot more detail in a previous LMC cast after you recently got it, didn't you? So Yeah, and very... Very much my stance on that still stands. Uh, I I love the game, but at the same time, there's a lot of things that it could do a lot better, and I think needed to be better balanced a bit. But you know, people are enjoying it, and I do want to see more. I I do hope it does well enough that they'll continue um, doing new stuff with it. Definitely, it's kind of like um, the 3D equivalent of what I've just put in my number five essentially it's like it's yeah. a very challenging game mm. but uh um but it's also kind of rewarding as well because you got so much uh, in it as well like unlockable costumes i, I will say so like the replayability uh, is there so yeah, yeah unlocking some of the costumes it feels really good the problem is the later through the game you go the kind of cooler some of them get but how much hard like uh, the last couple of costumes literally require you to get everything and it's like, well, is it really worth it? If you're a completionist, so, yeah. then yes. <laughs> uh, but I could, don't think I can do it. I don't uh-huh. think I'm skilled enough to do it. The final, um, one of the final tapes you have to get is ridiculous because you have to complete the longest le- one of the longest levels in the game without dying once. Oof. Yeah, and I'm not gonna touch it that is one. ridiculously difficult, especially the last section. The last section of that level is ridiculous. But yes, Crash Four. It's I've... about time. Is my number five. Sorry, Taylor. yeah, I've had I, no. I was gonna say it's it's reminded me of the hot dog missions in Sonic Unleashed. All I, over I, again. I don't. I, I don't hate those with I, passion. I so. don't want to even. I, I I knew I wasn't even gonna bother trying those because one of those levels I just died over and over again at the same point. But they gave you a life beforehand, so they knew you were gonna do it. But yes, yeah. yeah. Um, thankfully, it's the one thing that. Crash 4 has 
not got is a life system unless you choose to add it. <laughs> Otherwise, they just kind of go, nah, don't worry about the lives. We'll just give you a reward if you complete it in less than three lives. And then there's a hidden reward for you doing it without losing any lives and getting all the other conditions. It's not worth it. No. I think it's number four time, I think. Moving up the list. Yeah, yeah. Um, with uh, myself, I will uh, put uh, in another download title. I'm surprised this didn't get a, a physical release and whatnot. I, t- I tended to buy a lot more digital titles than I did uh, physical titles this year, but uh, my number four is that of um, a tying game, another tying game, funnily enough, of uh, Samurai Jack Battle Through Time. Mm-hmm. And at first, I, at first, when I tried to play this on the hardest difficulty, when <clears throat> I was pers- tried, to, someone was persuading me uh, to uh, play it on the hardest difficulty. Not me this time. Uh, no, it wasn't you. Um, but um, yeah, th- and I, again, this is another game that I streamed on uh, live on my channel, which is Twitch.tv forward slash Turbo Drive Live, <laughs> and. Uh, uh, on there, it's like um, the, I I didn't know what the 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 development history for this was, and I find I found out like after the first session and after dumb, dumbing the difficulty down and whatnot, is that this was made by former Team Ninja Studio members. Oh, uh, that would explain a few things. That, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, look, so it's like, when I saw like the combat style, I was like, okay, this reminds me a bit of uh, something familiar with the weapons and stuff. Yeah, I. Right, so when it's you put fit, I suppose. Oh uh, yeah, well, it, that's that's the thing. It's like uh, you might think it's all with the weaponry and stuff like that. No, it's not the weaponry. It's the difficulty. Because if you put the difficulty up to its max level when you first start up, uh, off, uh, and there's multiple, there's more difficult levels above that after you beat the game first time around. Um, uh, yeah, it's bollocks hard. Like they change, uh, they change how uh, what types of enemies are, and this is like in the first level. Like the first level, like uh, the enemies are compl- the enemy layout is completely different between like the mid difficulty and then the hardest difficulty that's available at at, at that point. So, um, but other than that, after playing through it um, on a you know a difficulty of my skill level for something like that. Um, I did actually enjoy it. Um, I only put it above um, AVGN because I have, I do have a lot of love for uh, Samurai Jack and the presentation, how they presented uh, the characters and Jack and uh, going back to previous episodes of the series because it is essentially, you know, it's like it's like the the Sonic Generations of. Uh, um, of the game, of these, of this hack and slash genre, we've had we've had our Jackie's back moment. We've had its uh, like its mini revival and its like honourable send off and everything. Yeah, I, I remember seeing an advert for this game when I was uh, out of PAX East and thinking, "Hang on, surely this had been out already." No, because it, it was last year when they brought back Samurai Jack for the mini episodes or the for the mini series. Yeah, it? I, I but... didn't realize that. Well, well, you say mini series, and it's like it was a full series. It was like a full uh, thirteen episode series. Was like, it thirteen uh, or twelve? Well, it's it, it's it wasn't in the same caliber as, um, say, and like a, tw- uh, a season one or two. No, you know, like, it's like it, because those episodes, you know, those were like closer to twenty six. 
for something like the, I'm, uh, I'm, a season. I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I suppose that we kind of got, that would be like a half. We kind of consider thirteen episodes as sort of like a half season, don't we? Kind of. Well, at least at least at least, 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 least no, we that, do. That tends UK. to be the norm nowadays. Nowadays it is. I guess like I used to. Oh wow, season five was twenty seventeen. Was it really twenty seventeen? Yeah. <laughs> that was that's a lot further back than I thought it was. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, yeah. The, the produ- production for this game didn't start until possibly, probably after that season ended. No, yeah, back in twenty seventeen. Yeah, they they, so, they, they would have they would have. So the game's the... been in development for probably a few uh, a few years. So, and it came, you know, came out this year. So this is this has been one that's on my list that I've just not gotten around to trying. Yeah, I it it was on my list as well, and I admittedly I shamefully forgot about it. But it's yeah, my I'm definitely another one. Where I, this one I'm definitely gonna be picking up when I. Am I even, is it on Steam or is it on? It is on Steam. It's pretty much on everything. Yeah. Um, and um, the, the only downside is that, um, and this is this is a common problem with uh, a lot of my titles that um, um, be the case where they're mostly digital titles, and the only way to get them physically is through limited run games. And I'm yeah. sorry, but sometimes trying to get anything from them. And me and Josh are definitely oh, yeah. victim to this. Um, <laughs> it takes a bloody long time to to get the physical version of this game when the game was released like months ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So oh, um, I guess I guess we're lucky over here to have some decent internet quality. To it's a shame. Well, it, it's nice to have collectible like physical media's uh, as well. Yeah, well, that's that's the thing. I'm always a I am a I'm still of that stickler mindset that. I want to have a tangible copy of what I'm playing uh, or what I'm watching and whatnot. I don't like, I, I, I'm still not used to the digital age, you know, even though we use it a heck of a lot more now, more yeah. than ever. I, I'm, but, I, uh, I'm still okay with it because I know I've got the data on my, like, it's just in a different physical form. It's still there. I'm, yeah. As long as it's not, as long as it's not cloud gaming, as long as it's not Google Stadia, I'm fine. <laughs> Well, we've got Xbox oh. getting into that arena soon. Oh, well, actually, yeah. they really have. So. Mm, yeah, but well. yes, um, no, no uh, it's definitely a it, good choice. It, yeah, yeah, it was definitely a good choice. I mean, I'd, I'd recommend it if you like like hack and slashes uh, and whatnot, and you like Samurai Jack. I'd say give it give it a shot. It's really worth it. And if you you want a challenge, yeah, bump that difficulty up because that will put some hairs on your chest. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, my number four was a game that. You couldn't avoid it. It came out at possibly the worst time for all of us, but the most opportune time for itself, and that was Animal Crossing. I mean... Yeah, beginning uh, of lockdown. Beginning of <laughs> lockdown. I mean, what can be said about this game that hasn't pretty much already been said? Uh, you had people doing, what, graduation graduation classes in it, you had weddings, you had parties, teachers were teaching classes through it. It's, it for, for the longest time, it was our social interaction tool, and... That didn't, and you know what? It was that was because it was a damn fun game. If if you're the kind of person who just enjoys sort of like that building and like like crafting an island of your dreams, there's a, there's like enough grind there to like actually be rewarding. And uh, but it's not like overly challenging. It's it can be a little bit annoying though. There are times when it's like I want my island to have this and be perfect, but I don't have this and I can't get access for this for like another month or so. And it's like hmm. I need oranges. I need oranges. I need. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, I mean, I figured like if it, it's hard to have avoided Animal Crossing, I don't really think I need to say too much about it. 
to be fair. And they're still updating it. It's still ongoing. I've, there's like farms and stuff now. I haven't actually touched it in a little while. I've uh, I've been I've been sort of in a rush to kind of catch up and play games for this list more or less. Two two of the two of my still to come are games that I kind of last minute crammed in due to their release schedule and one because of my willingness to try it out. But yeah, so yeah, I won't stick around on this too much. If you know what Animal Crossing, like you, you know what Animal Crossing is. Oh god, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I've never been a fan of the series myself, but that's just me. No, but yeah, I, I, I don't think it's a mystery one to anyone there, and it's and it's of reasons for being here are quite obvious. So yeah, I will just. I'll be in a lot of people's top top lists if oh, not number ones. Yeah, quite probably. Uh, apparently, it's up for Game of the Year at the, the Video Game Awards. So uh, who knows? It might actually win huh? Game of the I, Year. I, I would to like. Be honest, it. I'd be happy with that. <laughs> I I would honestly, considering like going like was it going down like the first like ten categories is like seven different games. <laughs> oh good, yeah. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, I I will just leave it at that and let uh, Earthart pick on his number four. So my number four is one that you all have no excuse to try because it is absolutely free unless you don't have a PC. I guess that's probably the only reason you couldn't. Uh, and that is Helltaker. Uh, Helltaker is a rather nice uh, and cute puzzling game where you have to figure out how to get towards the girls of the underworld uh, and, you know, invite them round for a party, I think. It's a, it's a very simplistic and cute story. I actually, to be honest, I, I first heard about the game through people doing artwork um, of it, and then realised the game was by someone I followed on YouTube for his animation, which is why I recognise the style so much. But in all honesty, the game is free to play. Uh, it won't take you too long. I beat it in about an hour and 20 for the basic ending, and then another 30 minutes for the secret ending. The music is top-notch. Sorry, were you about to say something? I, thought, I, I, thought I didn't realise it was that short. Uh, I thought it was a bit longer than that but <laughs> it just depends I... on how good you are at puzzle games but there is a secret ending which is a little bit more taxing um I, you know, I, I that might just be because i'm quite a big fan of puzzle games so i got through it quite quickly okay that was one of those ones where i just saw lots of artwork for it i'm still seeing lots of artwork for it to be fair yeah. people are still drawing things many things uh, the the artist lucas is someone he did something i think called daystone which was a mini cartoon series about and this is his quote uh, Mary Sue Cat. <laughs> um, but no, it's a lovely little game, worth giving a try. Even if you don't like it, it's free. It's quite small to install. Give it a shot. The music is really good, though. You can pay for the soundtrack. Uh, and if you like it, I would advise doing it. There really isn't much more to say to this. Um, the artwork is, if you like the artwork, it's gorgeous. And it's 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 got a good sense of humor. Uh, but bear that in mind when you make your choices. So yeah, Helltaker is my number four. Time to roll. Well, let's uh, keep keep the gravy train rolling as we go into our third bronze, um, bronze yeah, our bronze medals and whatnot. And uh, th- uh, for me, uh, again, digital title, whatnot. It's like uh, hey, I'm, did, I'm digital old. is good this year. Digital is good. Yeah, did, digital has been really good for me this year. I mean, it's it's evident. It's it has been evident. But um, this year, uh, it was actually a game that was released on a on a certain platform last year, but in parts. Being that of Shantae uh, oh, yeah. and the Seven Sirens, um, finally getting its console release this year, and its full and release on Apple Watch. The uh, the second part didn't come until the 
full release game oh, came out on what, on, App, on Apple Watch. Yes, uh, or Apple Arcade. Sorry, Apple Arcade. Okay, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you could. So, you probably could play it on your watch, but that would be an interesting. I was going to say you could. You know, if some developer could do that, put a game on an Apple Watch. By all means, Shantae does have an exclusive Apple Watch game. I never heard of this. It, it's actually called Bolo something. Ah, oh. uh, right. I was expecting it was like a Doom reskin on the watch. <laughs> I'm sure so, someone's can, 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 Yeah, I was going to say, can Doom run on Apple Watch? Easily. Probably has. Yes. Anyway, Shantae and the Seven Sirens. Yes, um, I was really looking forward to this because it, it was um, kind of going back to its roots with, um, you know, the kind of like, dun- like dungeon-esque kind of like uh, areas and whatnot. Yeah. Well, aye, aye, Metrovania and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I, I did actually have some fun with it. I, I liked um, the, the animations that they had. Uh, well, they had Studio Trigger do the opening, but they then uh, outsourced the anima- uh, animation for the in- other cutscenes to another animation studio. Uh, spending spending all the big bucks on the trigger. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I, I, it's like all, yeah, all the budget went into that opening. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, if, if there's but, a studio uh, you're going to do to get some good animation out of, you can do a lot worse than Trigger. <laughs> oh yeah, I, it's, it work. kind of suited the frenetic style of it as well. Well, it does, aye, and it it just br- sparks interest for possibly, uh, you know, an animated series because that's what the whole series is, uh, aesthetic in its presentation is. Is that it's almost like a anime style uh, kind of like uh, game at this point with its art style. Yeah. Um, and uh, but going back to Seven Sirens, I actually did enjoy it. I, I, some people didn't really like it um, because it was just treading on. It wasn't uh, bringing anything new to the table, or it was um, like how certain mechanics was just just didn't coll- uh, you know come together correctly. But uh, I didn't see that, and um, I actually did enjoy it. And uh, again, again. Another thing that I did during the lockdown period, I was doing these kind of like uh, Platinum Pursuit streams where I was going through a game and getting the... Oh, you tried 100% it. Wow. uh, Yeah, I getting like uh, the 100% kind of like uh, endings and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, I bought the game on on Switch, but I didn't didn't get the Platinum, I don't think. Uh, You have to do the the speedrun versions as well. Yeah, so... um, so yeah, I it was it was it was something um uh nice to go through. It's definitely the strongest Shantae game we've had since Pirate's Curse. Definitely. Yeah, I, 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 I'll say that. I'm, really I'm, because, not, I'm um, not entirely sure it beats Pirate's Curse for me. No, that that's what a lot of people have been saying. Oh, it's not as it's not Pirate's Curse. It it will never be as good as Pirate's Curse. And uh, fair dues, you know, because fine. many people, yeah, you know, people people have their aspects of uh, some people. Who loves Pirate's Curse just don't like the animal transformations, and but I feel as though that the animal transformations are a, are are a part of Shantae's character essentially. Yeah, so I, I agree. I think the part that I'm more disappointed by is I feel the series is straying away a little bit too far from the dancing and Arabian themes of the game. Mm-hmm. I don't quite get those as strongly as I did with the early ones. Mm. Losing the half genie aspect of the yeah, well, well, you say that, it's but it there. is a, it's still there, and it's they're trying to build to a uh, you know 
more of a lore to it with this game. I'll definitely say that much because if you play through it and you go go through to the end and whatnot, it sows some seeds into you know future entries. So you know, I I I really look forward to see what else they can do past uh, Seven Sirens if if we do get something past Seven Sirens. So. I'm sure we will. I I think it's done fairly well, but we'll have to wait and see, won't we? I will have to yep, get. Indeed. I will have to get into Shantae properly at some point because it's one of those ones that you've informed me about. I, I even back like kickstarted it and I kind of played a little bit, but I just, I just, I just never sat down and really went for it. I just, I think that's what I need sometimes just to get into a game is to just sit down and really go for it. <laughs> no, that's fair. Um, I mean, this was in my shortlist. It made number eight. Um, again, I, I feel the Arabian, the lack of the Arabian theme, kind of flattened it a bit for me but it was definitely it, it was definitely an enjoyable game i don't regret buying it twice technically just waiting for my second copy <laughs> same here yeah <laughs> true so yeah Shantae and the seven Sirens is your bronze medal then indeed it is so john what's yours uh my bronze medal is a game that has probably elevated my sort of like standards for any kind of roguelike or any first person shooter roguelike at least and that is BPM bullets per minute. It, I again, this is another one we uh, myself and Earthheart talked a lot about on one of the LMC casts uh, shortly yes. after, pretty much the the month of arrival. So that's an easy one to locate. Um, it, I mean, it's the, the the gameplay itself. It's it's fast paced. It's so many like games you'd like this. Like you think like a first person shooter road, like you can sit back, you can shoot them, but no, you got to keep on that beat. If you're not on that beat, you're losing points. You're taking, you, you might even take damage because if you miss a dodge at the wrong time, you get hit. And the, I, I tried playing um, what was the one you bought me, Gunfire Reborn. Yes. Which is that early and access you keep one? Trying to dodge to the time of the beat. Yeah, like I, I, <laughs> I it, like the get like that game again. It feels good, but it doesn't feel as good as BPM. No, even... I agree. I, I think there's a little bit more to Gunfire Reborn. Uh, this isn't on our list because it's a um, four-player cult access. game. It's, but it's also not well. finished yet. It's yeah. still in early access. BPM is fully released. If I'm it's, it is a fully released game. It's. Uh, I would say that it again. It's very. Ch- it's, it's cheap. It's absolutely worth the money, and it. It's kind of like oh, the, stru- the the structure is def is there for the game. It, it has uh, five different characters who. Have slight variations in how they uh, how they play, or at least how they start anyway. It, with how the guns. they start, it's only the final character. No, the final two characters that yeah. have major differences in gameplay. Yeah, the final two characters are the ones with the most. Screw the last one. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I have never completed a single run with the last character who cannot take a single hit. Unless but, you get the one more life. Um, yeah, shield. unless you get yeah, but like yeah, like they're like. There, I think after playing a little bit more, like there's a little bit more variation of like, like de- depending on what kind of power ups you get, you can kind of go, all right, how am I playing this? Am I playing this more health regeny, or am I just going for pure damage? What's my like plan for that? But yeah, I mean, it's the the fast action of it, the, the music. You can buy the soundtrack. I bought the soundtrack. The soundtrack great. It's it, again, it's like as I said before. It, it is a music rhythm game. The soundtrack is one of the things that are important to it and would make or break it, and it thankfully makes it. Yeah, and as I think we said with that, it, it, it has the option for different soundtracks in the future, different challenges, uh, even different characters. There is a lot more that can come from this game, and I really, really hope it 
expand beyond. I would say watch some trailer, watch some gameplay. If you like anything rhythm-based, it's absolutely worth picking up. I would definitely say worthy of my number three place. It was definitely something that uh, piqued my interest at one point, but I never got around to playing it. Um, I think uh, once I get my new rig, uh, I, I do plan on getting a new rig uh, for for my streams and stuff like that, and also for having something that's not over five years old anymore. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm sitting on an eight-year-old PC right now. <laughs> so. Yeah, actually, BPM has quite low-ish requirements, it, and I think they do that via the stylization. Yeah, like nice. you, you might have yeah, like going into the settings, it might be worth uh, making some adjustments to the. Um, well, unless he the, gets on his new PC and then he'll be. Fine. Well, well, no, I mean, yeah. I mean, but I mean, even even then, like you can like reduce the set because like the levels can be like oversaturated and stuff. Yeah, it depends on your that it, depends on your screens definitely. Well, it it depends on your screen and your eyes because oh, some yeah, that, that, that's the only but, thing. It's, it it can sometimes be a little bit visually confusing or offensive or overwhelming or definitely overwhelming but yeah (laughs) it's still a good game still a good game very good yeah i i'm 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 one for like um you know rhythm games and whatnot i mean uh, these these kind of like uh you know kind of like offshoot rhythm games like uh um boats per minute and um uh, the Cadence answer. of Hyrule yeah. and well, stuff like that. You know, those kind of like games. Cadence of Hyrule. I really no. yeah, so, I mean, yeah, I think, yeah, I, I know. Like, like we own Crypt. I mean, you. We, I, I know we both played a lot of Crypt of the Necrodancer, and that's yeah, we got it, it oh, quite early access as well. Yeah, I think yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's it's I've I've always been missing out on those things because I I can never find a time for them. But hopefully, sometime down the line, I'll get to them someday. But uh, no, it, that was one on the. Uh, on the docket that I really wanted to get a chance for. Shame I missed out on it. But anyway. Well, you still got the future to play it. It's not going away. You might get you might get the improved version. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, well, let's stick with the shooters then, because uh, I've noticed there's a lot of four numbered sequels that come out this year. This one's no different. Um, I've been waiting for this one for quite a while. Uh, Serious Sam Four. Again, if you've if you've listened to the LMC cast, you'll know that I genuinely love this one. Whether it would make my game of the year or not, whether it tops my previous favourite series, Sam, is still a little bit in debate. It's obviously not top my list this year, but it's definitely... I mean, it is it is what you know and love. More serious, Sam. What more could you want? Well, they've added a few little things in there to help it. So um, all of the kind of original weapons either have you know little tweaks to them or something extra that has been added to them as a secondary fire mode so to take one of the earlier ones for an example the well the shotgun can have a grenade launcher attached to it fairly basic but then you get the rocket launcher and what they do is they give it a mod where instead of you just firing the rocket you can hold down to uh release a homing version of the rocket and you can charge it so it fires up to five rockets at once, which is very good against some of the bigger enemies. So the game it's also... just a screen clearer. <laughs> um, depends on the enemies. The problem is yeah. because it's homing on a particular enemy, if that enemy then dies, it then kind of goes into drunk missile mode. Or <laughs> does it not uh, require? No, but if you've got some... Because the thing is, like some of the bigger enemies, like the giant red biomechs, take exactly five missiles pretty much to take down. So How convenient. They've, they've, well, this is the thing. They've time. They've they've purposely designed it that way. I'm sure. But there's other little perks you can do. You can dual wield pretty much any weapons in the game. 
which if you want to dual gun, if you want to dual wield your miniguns, go ahead. Just don't expect the ammo to last. <laughs> um, and then there's other smaller features like um, part of the way you do uh, dual wielding and other abilities is they've got a new uh, perk system kind of thing where you get items in the environment that allow you to then have a skill point you put in something. It does feel like they've borrowed elements quite heavily from, you know, certain other FPSs that have been popular along the last few years, but they do a good job of integrating it without overwhelming the player. One of the other really good things is all the optional missions they add. There are optional side missions that give you, that they tell you what the reward is for you doing it. And they are just more of what you want to be doing, shooting stuff, but they have either a higher challenge rating or uh, slightly twisty objectives. One of the ones they do a couple of times is these giant portals that you need to hit buttons round. You technically don't have to kill the enemies for those buttons to come up, but the longer you leave it, the more enemies are going to appear and you're just going to get a bit drowned. Um, but it does a very good job of balancing all that out. So Serious Sam 4 gets in at my number 3, gets the bronze medal. I was hoping it would be a bit higher up, but to be fair, Serious Sam 4 is one of those games where it's a comfort food. I love it, it's not perfect, but I will happily go back to it whenever and when, yeah, whenever, wherever. I'll happily play it. Which was the um, which was the one that we played together? We went through. Oh, that's a good question. Probably second encounter, I'd say. I think that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, the big like ones that? are first encounter, second encounter, uh, serious Sam three BFE, which might have been the one, but I'm not sure. I don't think. No, I don't think it was. I think it was second encounter. Second encounter sounds right. That second encounter is still probably my favourite one. Um, I will say the one thing Serious Sam 4 does very well is it takes you through a good variety of environments. Uh, you start out in Italy uh, in kind of buildings and that kind of stuff. You then go to France in some big open fields. It gets very green for a bit. And then you end up in icy places for some reason. And I will say I love the music on the final level. It's a Every bit game. of a remix from the second encounter, which helps, but it's got some lovely original stuff in it as well. Every game needs a nice level. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. This one has you stuck in ice with an abandoned ship in the middle of it. Go figure. Go figure. So yes, number three, Serious Sam 4. So, two remain on the list. Silver medals. And uh, you were just saying uh, about Serious Sam 4 being that kind of like junk food that you can accept and just like gouge on and enjoy very well. Whenever you might. <laughs> yeah, I. It's like mine for this year was that of uh, a regular kind of like franchise that is very synonymous and that being of Resident Evil 3. Ah, yes. So a lot of people dunked on this game. Like so after the the success of Resident Evil 2 and how uh, impressive that was to a lot of people and and myself included i thought that was the you know the best remake that they could have had for that game in this day and age Resident 2 won one of your gold awards in previous indeed year, it, it did indeed uh, that that was for uh, 2019 i believe so um this this time around a lot of people were just dunking on it because, A, it wasn't done by the same guys who 
did number two. And B, it was ta- it was kind of tied on with uh, the multiplayer Resident Evil game. Ah, um, uh, yes, Resident, Resident Evil Dead by Daylight. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's not its official name. No, no. It's uh, Resident Evil um, uh, Resistance. Oh. That was it, yeah. yeah well. Yeah. Not the Umbrella Chronicles one. That was a diff- that was a, that no. was a different thing, wasn't it? That was a light that was completely game, different. It? Yeah, it was. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm sure there was like a, there was like an Umbrella like multiplayer thing yeah, as well. I, I don't... Uh, um, umbrella Corp. That's it. Which mm. uh, which was a very very shite <laughs> kind of like first person get first person esports type of game. It 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 just did not fly. Capcom, but, Capcom uh, seemed to be either Capcom were like a pendulum. They're either doing something absolutely amazing or they're releasing uh, Street Fighter was it 6 that was or 5 that was a bad one that came out with or Marvel vs Capcom Infinite Marvel vs Capcom Infinite is what you're thinking about mm. no, well grant, granted again those those weren't really good in the presentation well uh, for Infinite it was the presentation wise for mm. 5 it, uh, Street Fighter 5 it was the gameplay wise but eventually over time like um I mean, they've been they've hitting Resident restored, Evil out of the yeah. park recently, I think. Mm. They have been. They have been. And, uh, of course, we've got uh, Resident Evil 8 on the way next year. Really? But the tie is over. We had Resident Evil uh, 3 being remade. And uh, and a lot of people were going on, dunking on this and saying that it was, oh, it's a terrible remake. It just cut out, cut out so many things and whatnot. But, yeah, people failed to remember, uh, you know, look back on this release. This game... Added, a, you know, added a few things, like it added in new areas that uh, were not in the original game. They they took stuff out, but they replaced it with other things. Granted, there were key moments uh, in there that was missing, fair dues, and uh, the encounters with Nemesis isn't as memorable as what they were in the original release. But here's the thing: the original release was called Resident Evil Three Nemesis. This mm-hmm. is just simply called Resident Evil 3. So the factor is, is that, you know, fine, Nemesis isn't the key factor in this, even though he is all over the marketing and all that. Um, but besides the point, it does actually have so many things. Yes, it took out mercenaries, but here's multitudes, like so many different uh, difficulties to go through the game again. Here's all these collectibles. Here's all this, that, and next thing. It's like it has more. Uh, or it has as much as what the original had, and uh, I did I did a complete uh, platinum pursuit uh, playthrough on my Twitch channel uh, this year as well. Again, something to keep me going through lockdown. I got myself the collector's edition of the game uh, with the big box uh, to go along with the, the the second game's collector's edition because it's essentially the same kind of like thing, um, minus a couple of uh, items from it, and uh, I feel so bit gypped on that but uh other than that other than that i had an enjoyable time with resident evil 3 i had more i had a lot of fun with it so it sounds more like uh, sort of more of like a recreation than a remake or a remaster yeah all right it's it's a reimagining yes. of uh of the story and, fair, and that's, that's what, what resident 2 was as well yeah essentially uh resident resident evil 2, 2 took the base uh base storyline and they refined uh, they reimagined it in a way where obviously it, it it incorporates a different storyline like for the original resident evil 2 it had multiple multitude of um uh, uh outcomes depending on how you played it but in uh, this in resident evil 2 in 2019 
it has one continuous storyline. Like, it has one storyline and that's it. There's no split timeline theory this time around. They actually canonicalize what the story is in the world. And it, and granted, that was already a, that was already, um, a factor when Resident Evil 6 came around. So, yeah. It was just they, they tried to make... They, they made it sure that that is the canonical story going forward no matter what. And, um... But going back to Resident Evil 3, I absolutely loved it. Fantastic game. Definitely um, a game that I put in high regard, regardless of the multitude of, uh, you know, uh, uh, flack that it gets. Because I still enjoyed it. A sequel. So yeah, moving forward. It's a sequel to a remake. Uh, my game is also a sequel. My number two is the second. Uh, doesn't, have a, doesn't have a number in the title, though. Uh, it was... Ori and the Will of the Wisps, which uh, the original one was uh, on the Xbox. I, mean, I think at first it was on the Xbox, and then it came to PC. And uh, yes, that's this true. one, I just, I mean, I picked it up, but uh, I picked it up like literally like two, three days ago, <laughs> and I, because I really wanted to play it, because I really wanted to get it on this list, and I've, I. I don't know how far through it, but it's very much like the first one, and in that it's it's a beautiful game. I don't it's I I I don't know what I would kind of use to describe it. It's it's a Metroidvania where you kind of you know you unlock your you get you unlock more of the map by acquiring new skills and you get to a new area. But the level design in the in the way like it's like they'll make it so it's obviously it's one way there you get the thing and then you can get back. But it's also like there's like nice loops so you're never kind of just entirely backtracking uh and the fact that it's just visually so beautiful it has a even though it's like there's models and stuff they all look like watercolors it looks like an entirely like watercolored game the, the original Ori was a beautiful game as oh it was. It, it, it was it, it it's just it's just more beautiful this it's like it the story is there as well it's kind of like it's a quite nice narrative going throughout the thing the characters are all like the characters are all so weird looking as well like I've met, um, like I've met a, a toad that's as big as a wolf, and I've got meerkat kind of lemury creatures that are the size of me, but the they're, they're therefore like a tenth of a size of a toad. <laughs> but it's always so it's just so whimsical as well. It, it's you've got that fantasy and just going through and uh, it, it's, yeah, it's it's not one of those platformers that's just so nice to look at just so nice to play and like i i has some really great uh, set pieces as well like platformers with set pieces that's something that is you, you kind of think of that more in like a action 3d kind of game don't you like you're parkouring through things but here i was running away from i basically like uh, do you remember the cut content from metagame solid 2 where snake runs through the sinking tanker Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know which one you mean. I'm. It's essentially I'm doing that. There's water just chasing after, me and it's like, right, I've got to jump, I've got to dash, I've got to do my other skill to do this. I've got I'm to grab onto this. Not through a tanker. Not through a tanker. No, through a woods with lots of thorns and gaps and other things. But it's like I feel, I feel like I'm actually rushing away. I feel like I'm actually in danger while I'm running away because I, I am. If I mess up, I am going to get caught by the water and I'm going to get <laughs> taken away. 
but again, it's like it, it has that pacing, right? It's like you can kind of just go through and you kind of just kind of, you're just kind of strolling through this, the environment. So then you have these moments where it's like, right, jump, grab, grapple, bounce, do this, dash, and it, it flows. It flows. It looks beautiful. And it's another one of those ones where it's just to try it for yourself. Do it. It's number two for a reason. Beats out BPM for me for being a more complete game. No, that's fair. This is on my... I, I did enjoy the original Ori. I don't think I was quite as mystified by it as many people were, but I definitely enjoyed the original Ori. So this is one I want to give a try, but it's not been massive on my priority list. You, you ever played this? Sadly, it's not a game. Nah, nah. Sadly, it's not a game for me. Sadly, ah. it, it never sparked my uh, interest. It's beautiful. Granted, I'll give it that. But sadly, it's just not... It's It's the same as Hollow Knight. I can't get get invested into it, sadly. Uh, yeah. I, I played Hollow Knight too late for it to get into any uh, lists, but genuinely love Hollow Knight now. Yeah, this is actually very kind of similar to a Hollow Knight kind of style of game. So Cool. Well, my number two and my silver medal is going to be kept very short because we've already heard enough about it, I think, and that is <laughs> BPM bullets per minute. I think I enjoyed this one just a little bit more than Shadow Fox, but then again, this mix is kind of three of my favourite genres into quite literally a perfect blend um i'm a sucker for rhythm games i love uh i'm i do i've done music in the past so uh this just suited that i'm a big fan of binding of isaac and i love my first person shooters what more could you ask for the game's not perfect there's a few things i would like to see change but in general yeah the soundtrack makes this one just edge out so much the key, the key things that it needed to hit were hit perfectly. So yeah, I I've spoken to some other people about this. There, there's a few things that I think they do need to really patch in. One of the big ones being some way to sync music and visuals up, which is something you'll notice in both Crypt and Necrodancer and Cadence of I Rule is they'll try and accommodate for video and audio lag through your devices, and that is something BPM really needs to do. But Overall, it is a very good package. If you can get it, I would genuinely recommend it. So, final stretch. Yes, so before we go on to the finals, we'll just say we are going to do a follow-up episode with this. Um, We're doing a little bit quicker of an episode this time. Normally, we'd go to like an hour and a half, um, but our time slot for Radio Sega is a little bit shorter this year, so we're going to keep this one to an hour, and then we're going to do a follow-up with our uh, runners-up and honourable mentions uh, in a future LMC cast, so uh, do yeah. tune in for that. I'll say the sooner we get through this, the sooner you can go out and get these games digitally and try them out for yourselves. So <laughs> I think, I think Turbo, let's just start rolling right in. What is your gold yep. medal award? Well, with the gold goes to, I think uh, a lot of uh, the Sega listeners uh, listening to this will be very happy with my number one. It is that of. Possibly the greatest return in all of gaming this year. It has to be Streets of Rage 4. I cannot give this game any more of a higher adulation of a long-awaited return that is for a series that has been so dormant for years and years and years and years. Decades even. And be able to come back full pelt with a brand new presentation. Great soundtrack multitude of characters beautiful brand brilliant visuals tons of unlocks uh harking back to previous entries 
all three entries prior to it. And overall, just being a badass game over f- is absolutely great. Over 15 it's, years since yeah. 3. Yeah, so, okay, so a decade and a decade half. decade and a half. And uh, it's it's just got so much to it. I, granted, I've only beaten it once, and uh, I've yet to unlock all the kind of like unlockables and whatnot, because, you know, various other things. I only know one person things. that's A, beaten it multiple times, and B, bo- beaten it on the hardest difficulty. Yeah. Um, but I don't plan on doing that oh, anytime no, soon. I'm not that good. <laughs> but... The, the 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 just the love for it was just so good, oh, God, and yeah. it's just like it's like, mm. and this is done by the same um, you know studio makers for um, you know uh, Wonder Boy uh, and uh, and the Dragon's Trap, I believe it was. Yes, I believe that's the one. Yeah. Um. So really, in all honesty, it's like the the art was there, everything was there. You know, it's like and now. I'm just holding out for something else, and so ooh, what can we get after this? What can we get from this from these guys? Well, they the, are uh... working on DLC. We know that. <laughs> All right. Well, that that's what I'm looking. Well, I'll be definitely looking forward to that <laughs> so going next that, uh, into next year. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know that. No, I didn't. I, I've been. I've been on the the lowdown. I've, I've been busy with so many other things going oh, on no, in my I life. So. No, they they did announce they're working on DLC for this, I believe, and uh, certainly looking forward to that. I I must admit this didn't make my top five, but that's purely because I'm not a fan of the genre. I love the game still. I It's definitely like one of my favourites of the beat-em-up genres. Um, I absolutely love the visuals. Yeah, it, it's just I'm not a big beat-em-up fan, hence why it came a little lower. I'm just surprised that not many... Uh, it's not been nominated by many uh, kind of like, you know, video game... Uh, awards. I, um, I, oh, that's yeah. a popularity I, I, yeah, contest. Like, I, I, I wouldn't it, worry too much about yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I, I already I saw it in one of the categories. I think I put a vote down for it, so fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> but no, uh, definitely my game of the year. Street, uh, Street of Rage 4. Definitely, definitely a pickup. So, uh, what's old is new, as is the case with mine, though it didn't quite die out at any point. Neither did either of these games. That would be. Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity. It's uh, so I I was never a Zelda fan. Growing up, I didn't have Nintendo. I was a Sega kid. I'm sure people here can agree with me. <laughs> well, I suppose people on Radio Sega would. I think they would, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I got a Switch this year. I picked. I got uh, Breath of the Wild this year, and I was like, "Wow, this is a fun game." I'm interested in knowing what happens next because. This is like the first Zelda game I've really properly played and enjoyed. I played some before, but this was like the first one I actually got sucked into. And I mean, I've loved Hyrule Warriors since like three. <laughs> and I mean, I mean, honestly, Nintendo handing out their franchises isn't a thing you see. No, certainly it's not. Very not. And for a game like this to come out and be like, wow, I think it's the best-selling Warriors game of. Um, the entire series of any of them, or at least, or maybe the fastest in the shortest amount of time, or something I like think that. I don't be know. Fast because you've still got the previous Hyrule Warriors. Yeah, that's just true. had like three re-releases. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, th- I think it might be like the fastest-selling X amount of units or something. Uh, but no, yeah, I mean, I think I've sunk about sixteen hours into that so far, and I'm not near the end yet. I'm, I'm kind of doing like a first run through, almost completionist, hitting up all the side missions, completing all the bits and bobs it's 
It's quite interesting because you've got like all the different characters, or at least all the main characters. You've got the champions, you've got some other secret characters who I'm not going to necessarily say. You've got Link, you've got Zelda, you've got Impa, the, the expected ones. Link himself has three different combat styles for different weapons. Yeah, that's and... similar to his uh, stuff in the previous Hyrule Wars as well. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, and uh, like Link, I can like Link is definitely like my favorite combat star. You also you also get the, the use of the Sheikah Slate, so you get the special abilities that everyone has access to now as well, and there and again, those are varied for each character in, in a different in a slightly different style. The only downside I've found to it is that some of the fighters, it's like obviously they're not all actual fighters. Like Zelda isn't isn't a fighter. Uh, and some of the others aren't, so their combat and combos are a little different. But Rivali, an actual one of the actual champions, I just don't like his combat style, and that's always a shame because I try and like even out my playstyle through all of them. Well, he is a bit of a dick anyway. So I, I, no, no like oh my god! I every every time he speaks, I just want to hit him. It, it wasn't until you said he was a dick that I re- remembered which character it was. Yeah, he's. Let's just let's just say he's a bird. He's the Falco of the Zelda. Universe. He's, he's the Falco of the Zelda ever, or <laughs> I would hesitate to say maybe the Ein of ours. <laughs> the bird, the bird boy with a little bit of too much overconfidence sometimes. <laughs> How many times have you heard him say, "Haha, you can't catch me in Dead by Daylight," only to immediately just fall down? <laughs> but yes, um, it's. It's, it's it's a good game. It's definitely my most played game of this year, probably uh, at least in, at least in terms of games that aren't live service games that I've constantly gone back to. Yada yada yada. But um, yeah, so my number one gold medal. Congratulations, uh, Hyrule Warriors. No, that's that's another one on on my to maybe list, but I've not touched my Switch that much this year just because I've not had to travel that much. So. And I'm currently going through it live on my channel. I, so, I, yeah, I, yeah. If you want to, if you want to watch it just now, it's on uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Turbo Drive Live. Every, yeah, the schedule's there. You know where to find me. Maybe not and when this uh, has it. gone out. You might have finished it by then. Oh, I don't know. Well, true. Actually, I'm taking my time. If it's, if it's as long as the previous Hyrule Warrior game, you'll be there for another four or five months. <laughs> Are you doing a completionist run for it? No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> then, no, then, 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 then it'll probably be a bit quicker. Then, yeah. Uh, so, to finish off, my number one. Uh, this is probably one of the bigger games this year, uh, but was I was one of the earlier ones this year, but I don't think many people can fault it. And it's Traditionally, I've always had one remake or remaster on my list. This is technically it, but I think it's a bit of an insult to just call it a remaster, because it is a f- literally from-the-ground remake, and that is Final Fantasy VII Remake. Slash reimagining. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, and yeah. also it's only, you know, the first tenth of the game, possibly. <laughs> Though, from what I've heard, it could basically change the outcome of the entire rest of the game anyway. So. Oh, God, yeah. But uh, the, the short version is this is a, it's a complete redesign in terms of the combat system, to a certain extent the story, obviously the visuals. Yeah. And to be honest, I think it's all the better for it. It's definitely... For me, the change in combat style gives it a different feel to the original that makes it worth playing, whether you're a fan of the original or not. There's a lot of nods for original fans, including some of the weapons that you can get through the game, um, some of the nods here and there. 
uh, and some of the foreshadowing for future events. Um, the game isn't, you know, perfect, but it's as close to perfect as I think it could really get. Um, honestly, the game floored me with how well it was done, and there's a lot of extra stuff that you can go back and do if you really enjoy it. Uh, just to name a few, trying to figure out how to get all of the characters' different dresses to get into the sneaking mission, let's say. And that includes Cloud's dresses. I'll let you guys decide on that one yourselves. I've um, seen some cutscenes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually really like the way they've redone that as well, because they've actually changed how the girls get their dresses completely, and also Cloud. Um, and I think they do a much better job with it I will say the rhythm game is a little bit weird, but it also kind of works. Yeah, it's a absolutely beautiful game. It goes on quite heavy discounts already, but it is well worth pick up if you enjoy either the type of game it is, or you just enjoy Final Fantasy, uh, especially if you're a big fan of the original. Um, Final Fantasy VII, I'm looking forward to the other installments in you know two to three years' time, but Final Fantasy VII Remake is definitely worth your time. I'll say, I, I never played the original and I haven't played this one yet, but it might be interesting to maybe do a side by side, like do one, like see what happens, like play them, like alternate between them, but getting to the same sort of. The, the, point. the problem with that will be is they've added massive new chunks to it. Yeah, that, yeah that's true. I've, uh... <laughs> so there'll be times <laughs> where the original is just a black screen. It's like, here's a whole other four to five hour section that doesn't exist in the original. That's, that's why you do it. That's why you do like get two points where you're where you can cut it off. though, they have changed some plot points as well, which I'm interested to see where those go. Ah. But yes, that is um, our awards for the year. Basically, it's been an interesting year. 2020, I think, is the best way to put it. Oh yeah, oh, interesting is probably the key it's, word. Yes, yeah. it's the uh, the word I would definitely use for a family friendly radio show. <laughs> I think we've sworn enough. Um, I, uh, no, I already broke that uh, ages ago, so too late. But, uh, here's the thing, though. It's definitely been one of those years where I think... And I'm going to kind of close off with you know, saying games have been a very important thing for a lot of people this year, whether it be you know, for the comfort of how, or just you know, keeping yourselves entertained or somewhat sane, even to the point where a lot of people are just making sure that they're connecting with each other over games. You know, as much as we may ridicule Fortnite, there's no denying that a lot of kids have managed to stay in touch with their friends through stuff like Fortnite. You know, I think 2020, as terrible as the year may may have been, I think we can all say that games have quite literally been a lifesaver for many people. And, you know, if you can give that gift to someone, either gift a friend or even just call up a friend and ask hey do you want a couple of matches of a game we used to play assuming you still can do try and get get in touch with them this holiday season because now more than ever some people may need it i agree christmas and generally end of the year entirely is all for getting connect getting reconnected or just making sure everyone is okay do to them as you would wish them do to you indeed everyone should be careful and safe during this uh, time I mean, we're still not out of the thick of it, but here's the thing. If we just, uh, you know, take care of each other, watch over each other, and uh, make sure that we're all nice and uh, sane during these uh, troubling times by just simply playing, you know, a simple calming game. And that's uh, what, you know, some of these games can uh, do. Uh, 
I mean, there's plenty of rec- recommendations for games to allow people to come together and just to, you know, have a good uh, chat and whatnot. And that is the key to keeping ourselves, you know, sensible in this time. So from all of us here and from both my, from myself, Shadow Fox and Turbo, we all hope you have a safe and very good holiday season. Bye-bye. See you later. Thank you.